Good morning. Let me take a moment and welcome you to the Parent Empowerment Half an Hour. And I'd like to come to you to talk about, you know, just, you know, my goodness, empowering yourself and understanding your ability to advocate for yourself and your children. I have never seen anything like what I've witnessed upon moving here to Nevada. As Nevada has created one, two, three, four, five different types of graduations, meaning five different kind of ways that they can get you out the door. So they have an adult diploma, and that is under, what is it? It's called Nevada. Oh gosh, NAC. 389017 and it it's a it's a diploma that was established by the school district it's an alternative uh, program for public kids at risk of dropping out of school it was established by the school district under NRS 388537 do you know what that is that is so ridiculous as you know, um, this adult diploma is quite frankly probably not offered until you uh, get out of school, but it was established by the district. So, you know, I just have to ask how is it that the district is measuring the maintenance of effort for grade level student achievement? I don't believe that they are. There's just no way they can with all these different types of diplomas. I just want you to hear me now. When I said that they have created a method in which they can retain federal and state and county dollars in their coffers and pay themselves quite well, because, you know, they did pay themselves very well in Sacramento. And that's just the truth of the matter. Several superintendents walk away, walked away, walked away with over a half a million dollars, a half a million dollars, $500,000 annually plus health care. And guess who's still paying for that? Of course, the citizens of California. So I guess it's the same here. I'm not exactly sure. But what I can say is, is that because they have these different types of diploma, they have a standard diploma, an alternative diploma, an advanced diploma, and a college and career diploma. Now, of course, college and career means that gifted and gate, you know, advanced placement courses the whole time. But this alternative diploma that's troubling me under AB 64 is awarded to students with significant cognitive disabilities who pass alternative assessments prescribed by the state board. I wonder, I mean, you know, I wonder what that is. I wonder what that looks like. And then the standard diploma is a diploma which which is evidence that a pupil graduation from the high school, but not adjusted diploma for, or an adult diploma. So what is that? I mean, I don't even know what that is. And then they have this advanced diploma and it's a diploma awarded to students who complete the requirements above beyond required for the regular diploma. So, I mean, you know, I don't even know what we're talking about here. This is not education to me because under IDEA, 2004, that's the Americans with Disabilities Act under 2004, 
children actually had a right to make progress and parents had a right to come to the table and discuss the progress that the children were making. But it was always about evaluating and promoting. But I heard someone here that's on the state board say that they didn't believe that same-age children had the right to basically compete for same-age skills and services. Well, that right off says that there are big proponents of this five different types of diplomas that were created in Nevada, which create restrictive environments for children who are attempting to, I mean, just live life. And when you have eight-year-olds that commit suicide, then you have to ask yourself, well, what is it that's happening over there with those people? Because they are the men- they are mentoring the next generation. And if your next generation is not being mentored correctly, and you're just filling up those prisons because, you know, hey, we figured it out a long time ago. If you ain't reading by the third grade, then perhaps you're not going to make it. And so they started bidding for building new prisons by the number of children who were not reading in the third grade. Well, I mean, you know, as a parent, what do you really know? I can tell you. As a new parent, you really don't know nothing. You just don't know anything because it's not something that you've done all of your life. And unless you come from a family with education as a background, you don't even understand the offer of public education is merely a modification of your personal behavior. And a state is not required to do more than just work with you. So if you have a bigger vision, perhaps, you know, it's about vision. It really is. Then you can attain higher goals. Because you can always ask for, you know, the support you need. I mean, they have this, they've created these, I don't even know what I should call it because it's kind of crazy. But I guess this is how they work. An instructional resource name, and uh, let's see, they have, um, what is this, Basic Life Support Manual by the American Heart Association. Then I started reading it, and this is just really what they do for the children, and this is frightening. Materials provided are useful table of contents, glossary, and supplemental pages, index, laid out consistent chapters, arranged by multiple, through multiple modalities. Teacher edition contains, you know, instructions and prerequisites for the chapter. But I'm just trying to, I mean, I'm just trying to understand what kind of content this is. But this was a recommendation for a textbook adoption for this basic life support manual and I'm assuming that this life support manual is just for a class, one class because it's really difficult to figure out what it is that they do here to support all children 
because when the state does its presentation, all children, birth through third grade, will have access to quality early education, which doesn't happen here in Nevada. As so many poor African-American children don't even know what Head Start is. And, you know, they have resources that they could get the word out and talk about Head Start and talk about the, the importance of early learning and then talk about the impact of the inability to engage people in the advocacy role to share and empower all community members. You know, that's just a total resistance here in Nevada because Nevada is a glitzy kind of place. I mean, people like to show up in their fancy attire and go to balls, you know, like the NAACP Image Awards. Okay. And people understand who's there in the house. Well, you know, that's their champagne life. And they ain't giving it up because why would they empower any ordinary citizen when they're the ones that always show up and they don't even go to the regular meetings. They don't, they're not participating in the understanding of the process. Therefore, they can't explain it. And then when they have people who do participate, well, they just keep putting them in a position where change hasn't happened. And, you know, you can't keep on doing the same thing and expect some kind of change. Because Snoop said it, you know, hey, he's making the money. And he is living his best life. And he really ain't got time to deal with you. So, and, you know, just like, you know, there's that song, Level Up. You got to level up to my level. And then there's just, I mean, there's just so many snippets of bits and pieces where there used to be whole songs like Marvin Gaye's What's Going On, you know? And um, those were the days where we could have a vision, but let's understand where we are. This is uh, December the 12th, 2020. And after the last four years of living in America and having to engage and understand the power of the presidency and the power of local control really has to do with the local people who either put a person in office, because, you know, a lot of people were dismayed the last election cycle. They were so tired of hearing about Hillary, Hillary, Hillary. And they I think that Trump actually thought that he could use that same line on Biden with his son. But just let's all understand how many people are making money who are legislatively connected. I don't think any of those Republicans can pretend that their family members are not connected because no, our country is truly functioning with people having access to contracts and contractors. And even in the public school system, let's not pretend that contracts and contractors are not relevant because they truly are. But you know, when you get ready to start bringing in some assessment people to support and document your ability to do the work, that's just because you need the help. It is not something that the board should be understanding that that's how the work is doing because that's not how the work is doing. You're going to engage these outside providers to help you do the work. And that's got to be helping you help 
local schools get the work done. But oh no, this is some crazy stuff because even when they bring in additional uh, technical support, then they align it to two or three schools and the rest of the schools don't get nothing. I mean, you know, let's not pretend that magnet schools and the whole concept behind integration and, you know, bringing poor children into the system that America didn't prepare for that by providing and aligning dollars to ensure that access happened. And let's not pretend that when the Black Panthers were feeding the babies in poverty in Oakland, they helped to write the, you know, the SNAP, the rules around SNAP. And that was, you know, the food stamps. And people still do get the support. And right now, people couldn't survive without the SNAP benefits. So, let's just understand that when we're talking about local issues, we're talking about homelessness, we're talking about neglected and delinquent, we're talking about children who might be caught up in child abuse cycles. I mean, the public education system really has a wide latitude of partnering with local support agencies like the Welfare Department, Health and Human Services, and they also have an opportunity to partner with those social workers that work for the Department of Health and Human Services. But you know, they also have the ability to coordinate medical services with the division of, you know, health care or whatever, because it's, it's actually the behavior monitoring and support come from psychologists who evaluate children who should be in school-based programs to help them transition from task to task. You get it? I get that, but I guess they don't get that here because I don't know how Nevada Partners actually provide support in behavioral health because they're not writing transitional goals that would support the student to complete the assignment or learn the task. See, everything about education is about transitioning to the next task or the next step because children who cannot read merely cannot be, cannot progress in the public education sector. I mean, there are children who are in the 12th grade who may only read at the 5th grade level, but that's when their education stopped happening fifth grade. But how is it that we've allowed this system of inequity to continue to function? And and I'm telling you, it's all because they have levels of graduation. I mean, they have five or six different types of diplomas that merely states that when you get on a track, no one's going to help you get back or help you go beyond. So that means that there's no implementation of child find because there's no recognition. You can't recognize that child find should be here to ensure that access and children who may have disabilities are found and provided services to. I mean, children are just put in an alternative an alternative program where they're just never going to meet the graduation requirements to go to 
college and career because that's not a requirement. No, that's not. I mean, this is how discrimination and oppression continues. But you don't understand the process. And I can't explain the process unless we all start to understand that focusing on diploma types and understanding that children are below, below, below basic and stay below, below, below basic if the intent is not to educate. See, this is just total dysfunction. And it's impossible to talk to someone who has aligned themselves and believe that that is an offer of fate. Different types of diplomas are not an offer of a free and appropriate public education. An offer of free and appropriate public education has to do with sustainable options after 12 years of the investment of whatever you were assessing and demonstrated the ability to have access to. And really what I'm talking about is how the district assesses themselves to determine that if they're teaching or if they're making it, they don't have to do it. They simply just don't have to do it because they've already created this alternative educational sector for all people. And it doesn't matter if you're white or black or Asian or Hmong or Mian. They probably don't have that many of those here, but they probably do have Russians here. But I'm going to say that irregardless of what they've established, that all children are not working towards the same educational access or the same, this is not, just because you have all these separate different types of programs doesn't make the, you know, the process equal. This is just so criminal. But, I mean, who's to call it? Because, obviously, if people have put this in the administrative codes of Nevada, and then they've created these accelerated learning academies under what is it? Nevada, I think it's administrative codes. And that's how they're operating under these Nevada administrative codes. That's NAC, Nevada Administrative Codes. And those are administrative codes because that are those are the board policies that were written to align the support provided under the federal law. But I'm telling you that these administrative policies discriminate against children with disabilities, especially the alternative diploma under AB 64 that would be awarded to children with cognitive disabilities because we don't understand just because a child has a disability, that doesn't mean that they can't learn. There are children with specific disabilities that actually progress right through the system, but there's a maintenance effort and there's a demonstration of support. But here you can't even talk about you don't even know where the support is best offered and who's making the best um, outcome, who's providing the best outcomes because of the way they do it. And then a way they, they establish services. They're putting children 
in higher poverty programs or PI schools, program improvement schools, I'll say that larger schools that have um, support structured issues because their plans, the local plans don't demonstrate how all children have access. And, you know, that was in their peer review in 2017, the uh, Nevada peer review that the federal government provided to them was that they didn't necessarily talk about how the support would happen for children who were out there homeless or neglected and delinquent or behind. I mean, you know, there's just really no understanding of how support is structured for all children. And I got to tell you, you know, I didn't just get here. I, I mean, it's not that I think so much of myself. The real issue here is that I understand why I was out here participating in conversations in regards to how children learn best, looking at outcomes of support and the maintenance of effort for all children, ensuring that access happens for all children in America. That's where I was because I chaired the district advisory committee for Title I and consolidated, you know, programs or whatever. in in California, but I served first as the vice chair, and then first I just served as a community member, but having the ability to understand how public services actually happen, and the responsibility for all children to have an opportunity to learn, leads me to understand that when children are in distressed environments, and the adults are not enabling process or a benefit. I mean, it's all come around just about the system maintaining itself. So, uh, you know, professional development happens in Nevada, but it still doesn't translate to how the support is happening to these children who are in these um, alternative placements. See, I mean, the mere fact that a diploma is awarded to a child or this adult diploma is troubling because that just demonstrates that they understand that a lot of kids are not, a lot of people, a lot of adults, a lot of people in Nevada are not making it. They know that. So they're going to go back and give them a piece of paper that says uh, that they went through some process, but it really doesn't say that what kind of support they're getting. Obviously it's different if they have an NRS number against it. This is so criminal. I'm just saying, as a parent, you have a right to not receive an at-risk diploma. You have a right to receive a college and career-ready diploma. You have a right to receive, that's the only one you should be working towards, college and career. But if you're not making it, how are they even ensuring that you have basic standards or access to the JC? Because these young people showing up at the junior college, they're not prepared either. Not here in Nevada. I mean, this job security has really got to go. Every human being should have the ability to coordinate the executive functioning skills that will allow them to be successful and sustain their life. 
But when we're just talking about, I don't know. Because it's not a conversation that most people have amongst themselves. And the only reason I get to have this conversation is not because I found someone to talk to, no. It's because I figured out that if I know what's going on, it would be important for me to share my understanding as to how access truly happens for public education. And access truly happens from the early start. I can tell you that it is not important to ensure that your child has access to early reading skills and word identification and uh, phonomic awareness, sight words, dictation, reading comprehension, listening skills, group participation. I mean, there's just so many things that people are evaluating your scholars on and determining if they get to move to the next step. But even if they don't make it, this is what I'm trying to drill in your heads, that they still are promoted. And the only way that you can end the promotion is to understand what they, do they meet the basic standards? The baseline standards, did they meet them or did they not meet them? And if they did not meet them, how are they going to ensure that you were working on those baseline standards and how, you know, what is it? The summer program is relevant for children who might have disabilities or whatever, and how a district should be able to document the support given in summer to not break the cycle of education. And the mere fact that Clark County didn't even have the basic structure established so it could demonstrate that all children had access to technology. Because what COVID did, it just it just exposed the total dysfunction of the public school system. And Clark County being the fifth largest school district in the nation. And then it cannot document how it provides minimal support to children who are eligible for free and reduced lunch, for children who are homeless, for children who are neglected and delinquent, for children who are, for the most part, definitely bilingual, for the Native American children. And because we have a military base here, doesn't demonstrate the support for the children who are eligible, I mean, who continually transition all the time. But those schools should be run under MWR. That's the military, Air Force, Reserve, whatever services. Those jobs should not be coming under Clark County. Those jobs cannot be affected by local issues. However, the issues of failure and the maximum, whatever, implosion of black children, black youth in the juvenile facilities is a real reality. And the real reality that they shoot first, ask questions later, because they fear African-American children, because for the most part, so many are unemployable. And I do mean unemployable, because they don't have, they, they don't possess the King's English, 
and because they don't have social skills that want to establish the ability to communicate effectively for themselves. I mean, we have to understand that we're living in America and we have adopted this educational system even if we don't have the same expectations that we benefit. We have to benefit from all the services that are provided under the public service sector. Simply why? Because we're going to pay for those services. We pay for them regardless if you believe it or not because every person working is a taxpayer. And if you have a job, those taxes are being collected. So you don't have a choice in that. And as a taxpayer, when the dollars come back to support and sustain your community, you should have a voice in the outcomes of the maintenance for those services. And as it stands right now across this nation, our voices are lacking. So, i.e., here is my parent empowerment half an hour. So stay tuned for further episodes. Until we meet again, my friends, like, subscribe, and follow me on Anchor.